I mean, I don't know. I feel like the church is three three words. Beautiful, vulnerable, and hard. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we've touched on that. It's pretty good. But um Who's your vocab list of the day? <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to Drippy with Jesus. My name is Leela. I'm Annabella. And we are a teen-run Catholic podcast. Uh, we are not the future of the church. We are the church now. Yes. And for some of you who may not know us, obviously we're Leela and Annabella. We are both, or Leela's a senior, I'm a junior, and we both attend the two main Catholic high schools in the diocese. I'm at Pope, and Leela's at Father Ryan. Ooh, go Irish. Mm. which is funny because i guess we make good friends for being on rival schools yeah bishop's cup was interesting this year it was interesting but yeah so i'm a senior at father ryan like annabella said and um yeah we made drippy with jesus back in 2021 Mm -hmm. but it never really became a thing till like a year ago and then we kind of fell off and And then now we're back now we're back and we're on the radio so Thanks for joining us. It's really yes, special. Thank you. Thank you. Um, All right. And today's topic is being a teen in the church, which is a very highly questioned thing for loaded, some of our teens. Loaded question. Mm-hmm. Lots of lots of ways you could look at that question too. Yes. What it is. What mainly we're going to be focusing on what it's like today. Right. Yep. You want to get us started? Sure. All right. Leela, yes. When asked the very loaded question that you were trying to avoid, what do you think it's like to be a teen in the church? Maybe more specifically, how does it set you apart I from think, other members? Uh, That's such a good question. I think that it's really hard. I think it's a struggle. I know I'm starting out negative, but it's not really <laughs> negative. But I promise this is a positive podcast. <laughs> Truthfully, it is really hard to be a teen in the church today. Because of the way the church is looked upon, especially our faith, the Catholic Church, I mean, it it's one of the most, um, ah, what's the word? It's one of the most, like, difficult things to do. But also, when you, when you enter the truth of the faith, I feel like you're, you're entering this beauty and goodness that is overwhelming, but... Again, I think it's hard because how how are we supposed to just, you know, walk around proclaiming the faith when we get hated on for believing in a God mm-hmm. who's so good? And also, it's just a struggle to feel like a lot of kids that I know especially think that you have to be perfect to be, like, a Christian and be good to go to heaven, which is not, not true. Yeah. Like, especially in the Catholic Church, I mean, in every church, like, we're sinners, but the beautiful— part about our faith is that while we're in the church we're receiving Mm -hmm. this grace and all this goodness from god saying like this church is a hospital and like i want you to lay down your burdens at my feet i want you to lay it all down at my feet give it all to me i mean jesus died for us yes and i think that being a part of this faith is hard and difficult but so beautiful I don't know. That's what no, it that seems was, like that to me. That's a beautiful answer. I love the metaphor about saying the church is just a hospital where we're just getting here to be healed. Yeah. Waiting until we get to our final destination. It's beautiful. Yeah. What about you? What do you think it means? 
Uh, I think being a teen in the church means that we have a certain responsibility that many may not think that we have as teens, but we have this responsibility to carry on what we were taught as young kids or what we're taught now, really, uh, to older people and even to the younger people in our things. So things like search and retreats for middle schoolers, that's where we really can shine and show our faith and prove our faith to the younger audience. And then we can talk to older people, like older members of the church, and that's also where we can show. So there's a certain type of pressure, I guess, to just be and do and say the right thing, right? But also I think it's a beautiful thing being a teen in the church because you get to see church from a different perspective, from like a child's perspective and an adult's perspective, right? You're kind of in this middle where you still look at the church in like a childish manner, not behavior childish but like yeah just in awe of what it is but then you can also see it as like this big for you can see the church for what it is this huge universal idea like belief and faith and that is just eye-opening for you you can see that what you have has an impact on a wider like a wider global community yeah yeah i love that answer i like how you talked about being like childlike I feel like yes. you never, you always stay childlike in the faith because I love what Mother Teresa uh, would say, like in one of her books that I love that they have about her is that she tells us to pray like a child to God. Mm-hmm. And like, that's so like true because I mean, as much as you can't filter yourself to God when you're praying and when you're going to him, I mean, obviously we can filter things, but like. I think it's just so beautiful uh, to carry, like, everything you're saying because, I mean, how exciting is it to know that, like, you can grow up and, like, help people, like, with their faith without even, just by living out the faith in your everyday life, just by living it out Mm -hmm. uh, as much, as best you can in the ways that God has given us so many things to follow so that we can grow closer to him throughout each day-to-day journey yeah that was yes i think being able to do that is a main focus of the church right be the service to others and help people and spread the word that's the main focus so as being able to do that as teens is crazy that god will let us have that power i think praise god for free will right (laughs) but yeah what's it like for you as a Catholic teen, just kind of like how I talked about earlier in like today's society, like what is it, what does it feel like to you to be under like the pressure of societal beliefs versus what the church, church believes? Beliefs. I feel like there's a lot that the society now says that the church is going against, and it's just you're in this kind of limbo of what, what do you th- think about these? Because you mean like, yes, it's the society it's the world you live in right now but overall your faith is more important at this point in life that you kind of want to choose your faith over it but i know that is difficult especially as teens with people around you and it's just like you're kind of at this like sucks like you're stuck at a point like what do i do so i think like being a teen in that sense it's just a big decision like a decision question and then like your basically your decision at that point will affect how other people see you, but also how the church sees you. So it's kind of a make or break situation of 
how the world sees you and how the church sees you, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I know, I guess to give an example of that is, like, all of the Catholic leaders, because abortion is a huge thing in the United States right now and always has been, but, like, the people who stick up for um, the innocent babies, right, that are dying Mm -hmm. every day and, like, how society puts the people like us who go to the March for Life or are praying in front of Planned Parenthood as, like, these... Villains. Like, yeah, villains. Like, like, what are you doing? You're Like, they think that we're, like, a cog, right? Like, a cog in a machine. Like, you're stopping something from happening. Exactly. And, like, how are you... I just hate that we're seen as villains when we give them their... I guess we should say we... We're trying to show them that it's hurting a lot of people and that it hurts women and it doesn't help women. Mm-hmm. And like God gave us the gift of life. Yeah. And I feel that is something that is very mis misinterpreted today because I mean, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, you're creating a life yeah. like that's beautiful. God gave us the ability mm-hmm. to do that and to be seen as villains for believing in life especially at all stages mm-hmm. is i don't know it's just crazy to me how someone could see as stopping death as being bad, a villain yeah, yeah. bad yeah but i don't know there's always that kind of weird limbo that we always will stay in i believe even if when we grow old there'll be like these <gasps> there'll be um people saying that you should believe this it's not what the church says you're always going to be stuck, and you just want to stay strong in your faith. I think that's the thing that teens need to hear is that you just stay strong in your faith. Yeah, and don't don't go, don't fold under the pressure of society, mm-hmm. because that is a huge thing that I struggle with, and I know I mean, a lot of kids struggle with, to just like stand strong, and especially when like the world seems to be crumbling around you. I mean. You really have to stay strong. But I think it's beautiful that we have such a big community and a Catholic community. Like, even if you feel alone, there's always that one person that's always going to be there. And God is that one person that's always going to be there for you. He's in your corner. Yeah. Every time you step into the ring of everyday life and you feel like you're just getting pounced, God's there to pick you up and, and heal you. So I think that... You know, being a teen today means that you're going to struggle, but there's so much beauty to that struggle because you're growing closer to someone who has loved you since he created you in the womb and has just abundantly blessed you with this gift of sharing his love with others and helping each other get to heaven and uh, and being the light to the little kids, like at church. Yes. <clears throat> Sorry. Like, do you ever, are you ever, like, at morning mass and you see all the little kids go up? Their little uh, morning dismissal? Yes. Yes. And I just look at those kids and I'm like, that's the future me or, like, that was, I remember when I was like that Mm -hmm. and going up there so excited to be like, I get to go learn about Jesus. And I remember always wanting, like, getting frustrated when I didn't know the answers they would ask. (laughs) And just wanting to like know it all and just 
I don't know, getting excited about getting baptized or getting my first communion, like, that was so, that was such a hype moment for me. <laughs> I was, I mean, I got, I was a lot later than a lot of people, yes. or a lot earlier than a lot of people, and later with first communion, but I was so excited to, like, receive that, and now I feel it's a little less, I don't want to say, I feel like it feels a little more forced for a lot of people. Yeah. I see where you're going with that, where it's their parents or family members or just the church in general feeling more pressured, right? And what some people, and I mean, that's just going to be the beauty of it all, really, is that some people will choose to believe in this faith and then some people will just fall away from it. I mean, that just happens with everything, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, the the beautiful part is i don't know watching someone fall away from the faith and finding it and then coming back and coming back has oh my gosh that is one of the most beautiful things to witness uh and i've witnessed that that with one of my really close friends and it was it was so beautiful because uh i don't know just just being there and being a light to someone in their life and not even knowing that you are is a is again a gift i mean just i never knew that just being myself could influence someone in a way that they would come back to the faith or want to know more about i don't know a joy that you can't really explain from being a part and wanting to be with god all the time yeah see you're already you're already doing you're evangelizing really just helping people see what the church has to offer and what goodness and beauty it does really fulfill us with it gives you joy as you as you said you're just so happy to be a part of the faith and it's how everyone should be right and i think people once people see that that's what being a catholic is being a teen, catholic teen is is just god fulfilling you to do his mission is that's just what we want in the world I think it's really pretty. I love the way you phrase that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, going through, like, youth group in, I know, I guess we could touch on this, but for the people out there that have been hurt by the faith, mm-hmm. you can't, I, I know, it's, like, difficult it's because it depends yeah. on what you go through. Mm-hmm. But I, I, we're both aware, and everyone in the church is aware that every church is flawed yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And there's no perfect faith, really. Ex- exactly. And I think a lot of people forget that a priest is not perfect. A s- religious sister is not perfect. Mm-hmm. We're not perfect. Uh, the Pope isn't perfect. The only two perfect people we ever had were Jesus and Mary, so <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> hard to live up to. <laughs> exactly. And... Just know that, like, we're really sorry you got hurt by the church, but that the church is ready to welcome you back Mm -hmm. and open our arms to you and help you heal with the love of God. Just being surrounded by a community who cares because the church is not here to hurt you. It's here to heal you. And obviously, that's probably backwards in the way you felt. Mm -hmm. But God has given you this heart. And this heart that 
we should choose to love him with. I don't know. I, that was poorly phrased. But, like, <laughs> our hearts are meant to love and they're meant to be loved. And the only love that can sustain us for eternity is God's love. And going back to that love is the most healing thing you can do for yourself. Even if it, I mean, be open with God and be like, I'm so angry with you. <laughs> I am really mad at you, but I need this healing and I want to be with you for eternity. Yeah. And yeah. That's something hard to do. It's not easy to tell someone that you're angry at them, but you still have to love them. It's not easy. Yeah. Same with your parents, really. You can be mad at your parents, but deep down you still love them. Yep. Same thing, God is our parent, or the Holy Family, they're our parents. Yeah. In case you're just joining us, sorry, in case you're just joining us, this is Nashville Catholic Radio, um, and this is Tribute with Jesus. I'm Lila. And I'm Annabella. And we're currently talking about what it means to be a teen in the church today. Yes, we are. All right, so I want to touch on our personal experience, more or less, and I know it's gonna be a little. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a lot different actually than a lot of teens today because we're both attend Catholic schools in the diocese, so we are able to openly express our faith in school. We have classes directed towards our faith in school, but how is it being? How do you feel in school? I guess more like because that's gonna be. So when you say, how do you, how do I feel in school? Can you expand a little more? Yes, I will. I was trying to figure out words, but. No, you're totally fine. (laughs) Being a teen, Catholic teen specifically in your school, because I know even the private schools, there's um, kids of different backgrounds, different religions as well in the schools. How do you feel as a teen, Catholic teen in schools? Okay. So at Father Ryan, and I think it, I feel this is JP2 as well. But, I mean, we may be a Catholic school, but, I mean, there's a heavy amount of kids that aren't Catholic that attend my school. And there's a lot of non-practicing Catholics at my school, too. Um, But to me, being being at a Catholic school has been a huge blessing. And it's – I have a lot of public school friends because I went to public school before I went to a private high school. And for them, it's really hard to be open about your faith at school. And, like, you can't—teachers can't talk about the yeah, faith, no. so I, I, could, I would literally not know what to talk about with my teachers, <laughs> honestly. But they struggle with being able to find friends who are Catholic. But mm-hmm. at Catholic private school, I've been blessed with the opportunity to have a campus ministry where I found, like, my entire friend group. And— yeah. Uh, that's been a huge blessing on my life. And um, going, and again, having daily mass is a huge factor in a big difference between public and private school. It's like at your school, you guys have daily mass, right? I do. Yeah. So we get the opportunity to receive the blessed sacrament at the beginning of the day, every single day of like the week except Saturday. Like, yeah. Six days a week, you can receive Jesus. And at public school, you can't be open about your faith. You don't have daily mass. And it's hard to find kids who are Catholic because the Catholic church is looked so 
lowly upon, I guess, especially in public school. Yeah. But for me, I think my school is the biggest blessing because even though a lot of the school isn't Catholic, we come together for daily mass or daily. Yeah, daily mass, but on like holy obligations or just once a month when we have it. And the beautiful thing about that is, is that you're getting all of these kids in one room and uh, they're all worshiping like the same God. And at retreats that we have also, which they don't have at public school, I mean, watching, because I led freshman retreat, and watching those freshmen sing like the Mm -hmm. worship songs at mass and like before mass when we were having like our warm up, uh, just like singing at the top of their lungs, praising God is like, so like mesmerizing and i almost started crying because i was on the slides so that they could see the words (laughs) and i was clicking them and i was just like oh my gosh and i was just i was just listening and i was just in awe of how beautiful this gift of the faith is that we have and coming together at mass even if you're not catholic or you don't believe in god just having that love of a community that leans on god and leans on each other in times of hurt and pain just makes it just so much more beautiful yeah i guess what about for you i know you go to a catholic yes. as well but you go to <laughs> a completely kind of different idea yeah so i believe that pope may not focus well we also we focus on the faith very heavily but there are probably more students there than at father ryan who are either believe something different or non-practicing catholics or never really experienced the faith at all um, and just seeing them go to a Catholic Mass. We do a Catholic Mass every Wednesday at Pope, and just seeing them experience <laughs> different, my favorite reactions are them saying that it's a workout, and I was like, you're not wrong. <laughs> They're like, we're up and down and kneeling. Yeah, it's a whole thing. I'm like, I have a Baptist friend, and she's like, this is really what you do the entire Mass? Like, you get up and down and up and down? And I was like, yeah. She said, it's kind of fun, though. <laughs> but it's kind of hard. I was like, yeah, that's fair. I mean, like, that's a good way to also put the faith. It's fun, but it's hard. And I think just being a teen, you have the fun of being a teen. You have youth group, you have retreats, you have that, part, like all of that. But then it's also hard because, as I mentioned before, pressure of the people around you, but also just staying firm in what you believe. It's also kind of hard to do that as well sometimes. So I think a good way to put your faith is being like a Catholic mass where it's fun, but it's hard. <laughs> I love, I love that. Like it being hard because the faith isn't easy. No, it's not meant to be easy. It's anything really easy though. No, no. This especially. I mean, if loving God was easy. I think a lot of people would be more, yeah, more apt to doing so. Yeah. And I think we wouldn't have so many struggles. So, I mean, it's not the case, but I feel like the mass is hard, especially when you're not Catholic, because if if you're feeling something like during that mass can be overwhelming Mm -hmm. and maybe you're like, God, are you talking to me like specifically due to me? Yeah. And maybe that can be overwhelming or maybe maybe you've been hurt by someone or maybe you lost someone and going to mass opens up like this vulnerability to Mm -hmm. you that you don't even realize is opening and you're just like what is happening and i think it's hard to face 
uh, all loving God, right? Because people are like, how can you have an all loving God and all of this bad stuff is happening? So Jesus doesn't let those things happen. He gave us free will. And uh, I think I don't really like loving and caring for each other and caring for his creation is what we're meant to do and living out his mission of being disciples, spreading the word and feeding the hungry and all this stuff that we're meant to do helps us to grow, but it's hard. I think, I honestly think serving and giving of yourself to others is so hard. Yeah. And I think that's something that the Catholic faith touches on that's really beautiful because we're all called to be servants and it's one of the hardest things that we're called to do it is yeah and i like so you said you said um we have to be vulnerable we have to have show vulnerability in the church i feel like it's something that we don't think about is like we always want to stay strong we always want to put this your best foot forward best face forward but being vulnerable just opens you up to god even more i think that's what an, an important aspect of our faith. I mean, I don't know. I feel like the church is three three words. Beautiful, vulnerable, and hard. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've touched on that. It's pretty good. But um, Who's your vocabulist of the day? <laughs> <laughs> eh, what, what do you have to say to the teens out there that are struggling just to be a teen in the faith? Just to be a teen struggling. Uh, I think... The one thing that everyone needs to hear, as I said earlier, is that you just have to be, you just have to know what you believe and demonstrate what you believe and express it. But also, you have to be willing. You 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 can do all of that stuff without being willing, but it's just not as impactful as if you were doing if you were willing so willing enough so to show off your faith and be proud of it. I think that's a I think that's a beautiful way to end. I think it is. You're right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Um, we will be back next month, I believe. Yep. For the second Monday of the month. And we'll be talking about uh, our role models in the church. Yes, we will. All right. This has been Drippy with Jesus, living and proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ, welcoming all. This is Nashville Catholic Radio, 100.5 FM in Nashville. Streaming on the Nashville Catholic Radio app, or you can ask your smart device to play Nashville Catholic Radio. Thank you for joining us, and I hope you have a blessed day. And remember always, you are beloved.